Welcome to Cowboy Jim's Stories Around the Campfire. I hope you're enjoying the stories. Many people have told me they are. Don't forget to like it if you get a chance to. And if you follow, you'll be getting the new episode every week, I think. Today, I've entitled this one, Oops. Or maybe you could say, or it seemed like a good idea at the time. A lot of things in life don't always go how you expect. And being involved in youth ministry, there are many things that you think was a good idea in a program, and suddenly it didn't go that way. Certainly on the ranch, you have great ideas, and it doesn't pan out. There's a lot of those things, and my life has been filled with oops, I think. I was talking to a friend the other night, and he said, well, when you start thinking about oops, he said, I can think of a lot of episodes of that one. One of the ones that uh, I first thought of, it was an oops. We were backpacking up in the Wimanooch Wilderness area. This was many years ago with the camp that I ran, and we were on the very last night, and we'd been going now for uh, seven days, I believe it is. All the meals are freeze-dried food for the most part, and by then you're starting to get pretty tired of freeze-dried food, and we're always looking forward to The last night, we call it real food night because that's when we get out of the mountains, we get cleaned up, and we have a a real food night. But this was the last night, and we always broke into food groups. And in this particular camp, I was just in a food group of two. That's how it turned out, usually groups of four. But it was Brent and myself. Brent had been to camp a couple other times, a great camper, a great guy, And this last night, it was my turn to cook. And so he went off. I don't know whether he went trying to fish or whatever they were doing. And I started making the meal. And it was one that we had come up with. It's a little bit of rice uh, that you do. We use mostly instant rice because it's easier. And some freeze-dried meat and freeze-dried vegetables and a gravy mix and everything together. And actually, it's pretty good. Uh, and but this was our last one we're getting ready and I'm cooking I've got the water boiling rice is done I'm getting all the other stuff in there and simmering it away it's really good and to this day I have no idea what I was thinking It, it was time to take it off and I just reached for the little wire bale we used little what we call billies to cook in and I just reached for and grabbed it not even thinking. That was going to really be hot. And it was. And I grabbed that and started picking the billy off the fire. And it was so hot. It burnt my hand. I let go. And there goes our meal on the ground. Oh, my hand wasn't hurt very badly, but my pride was crushed. There was our food on the ground. I quick tried to pick it up. And literally what I'm doing, I'm I'm running water over everything, trying to wash the dirt and the pine needles and everything else off. And I will never forget just then Brent walking up from wherever he was. He stopped and he looked at the mess. That's our dinner. (laughs) He said, what are you doing? And I said, I told him I dropped it. I'm trying to wash it all off. And I finally did get it all washed off and everything as well as I could, put it together with what I had, and we ate it because that's all there was. 
Brent called it pine needle grease stew. That was a true oops. Why? Grab a hold of a hot pan with a bare hand. There were other oop, oops moments. Oh, one was on the ranch. This was probably one of the dumbest things I ever did. I was uh, fixing a fence. Actually, we put in a new fence and we were going along. And I don't know if you know what stays are, but stays are just little pose, posts or or poles you put in between the, the posts that are really in the ground. It just keeps the wire together, keeps things so animals can't go through easily. And these were all just uh, wooden stays and you go and you just staple them on. And so I was going up there uh, to do that. That was the job. I had to uh, pick up a load of stays. And rather than carry them all the way up the hill, I thought, you know what? I think I can drive up a whole lot closer. This was a brand new Chevy pickup we had just gotten. So I've got everything in there. I'm driving carefully. And, and I was fine for a while. I would get up close to the fence, able to get the stays out fixed. I thought I was really happy. And then I, I got to a place and I looked at it and said, oh, you know what? I think I can fit the pickup through those two trees. I'm here to tell you that one cannot put a pickup between two trees that are narrower than the width of the pickup. <laughs> I went through, and believe it or not, I, it was so close, I dented in the driver's side and the passenger side doors on this brand new pickup. I couldn't believe it. I finished doing the stays. I knew I had to get back home sometime, and I drove back, and I, I remember I pulled into the barnyard there, and Dad's looking there, and all I could hear him say was, what on earth did you do? That was a big oops moment. Another one on the ranch was not maybe quite as bad, but it could have been a whole lot worse. There on the Wiminooch, we had uh, a lot of beavers. And the beavers are fun animals. They're, they're great animals, tremendous creation of God. But they can cause havoc with your ditches and everything if you're not careful. And we had one place, the beavers were building this huge dam. And what it was, it was backing water up and actually going out into the pasture. I mean, it would, it would have been really a big pond. And we had to get it stopped. We had to get them out of there. And so we decided, and dad was decided the best thing to do is just blow the dam up with dynamite. And so that's what we did. We went, and if you've never used dynamite before, it's, I think it's a lot of fun. It always gave Dad headaches, so I got to do it a lot. But this time we both went, and this was a really a big, big beaver dam. And so we got there, and we are digging holes like in the, in the beaver dam down at the bottom. We have big bars we're pushing in there, and we're getting it so we can put, each of us had a full stick of dynamite. And he's on one side, I'm on the other side. We put it there. And we're going to really blow this beaver dam all to pieces. We get all ready and we get the fuses out. The, I forget how long the fuses are. Give us time enough to get away. And we're ready. And so one, two, three. And we strike the match to light the fuse. Dad strikes his match, lights the fuse. I strike the match and nothing happens. And at that moment panic sits in. 
and I'm sitting there trying to strike the match. And I don't know if you've ever tried to light a match when your life depends on it. It's harder than you might think. And I'm sitting there striking, striking, and I cannot get that fuse to light. And I'm hearing dad's fuse going sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. I've seen him already run and leave. And finally, I thought the best part of valor is to get out of there. And so I just drop everything. I run up over the edge, run and hide. And uh, sure enough, pretty soon, boom, there it goes. Big explosion. But now we've got a dilemma. Was that just dad's dynamite went off? Or was that dad's and mine? Because there's a thing, sympathetic detonation, which maybe happened, but we weren't sure. And had I gotten mine lit right at the last, and was it now burning down? And so we waited quite a long time. Mine did not go off by itself. So we went back and evidently, there was sympathetic detonation. Everything had gone up. We did blow that dam way, way high. But that was an oops moment, and it was terrifying. I had another one with dynamite once. Uh, Beaver had built a dam in a ditch, just blocking everything up. And it was in, in the fall. Things were frozen, and we were just trying to get rid of it. And so I went down there, and I just took... I think it was just uh, half a stick of dynamite. You cut it there and put it under there and everything went fine. I went, lit it, kind of went and hid behind a tree and bluey up it goes in the air. And it picked this dam that was totally frozen together, picked it right straight up in the air, flipped it over and it came down, plop, right back in the same place, just upside down. <laughs> Who would have thought? That was kind of an oops moment. And I had to do it all over again. Oops, or I thought it was a good idea at the time. One of my worst ones, I believe, was in youth group. We were doing something, uh, an activity, I call it Fear Factor, if you remember the old TV show. So we had several things set up, and part of the Fear Factor was uh, at, at our church, we have a, a big gym, and then there's a balcony, and there's a, of course, there's a wall by the balcony. And so part of the fear factor was some of the people were supposed to, the kids were going to walk along that uh, balcony rail. And it, it's, it's a drop there, I suppose, of 18, 19 feet. And of course, if you're not good with that, that does play with your mind. Now, I realize and I knew, OK, I can't have them up there without some sort of safety. So I had rigged up a whole system of ropes across the gym, tightened them up. And then they would be in a harness, like if they were going to rappel or climb or something like that. And if they did fall, somebody would have them on a safety rope. So it all looked good. I was using a rope that I had that I bought. It's a caving rope, and it's uh, supposed to have no stretch to it at all, which is what I wanted. And I got it as tight as I thought I could. And everything looked good. But then I was thinking, you know, I better test this. So I'm sitting there and I looked up and there was one of the kids. His name is Mike. Mike is a good friend. Uh, he is now one of the pastors at the church. And, uh, and I looked up there and I said, Mike, could you help me out here for a minute? And I told him what I want. I want to put on the harness, get up there, walk along the thing. And I want you to just jump off and I'll catch you. I just want to make sure this belay works. And he did. He was fine with that. We got everything ready. He gets ready. Okay, one, two, three, jump. And he jumps and whap, <laughs> hits the floor. 
somehow this non-stretchable rope that I got stretched and he hit the, the floor pretty hard. And I thought, oh no, and I, I felt bad and and I didn't know what to do. And I said, oh man, I'm sorry. And and uh, so we got up there and I retightened the ropes and, and believe it or not, I said, okay, here we go. Let's go again. And Mike gets up there and he jumps off again. And again, came down and now I caught him some uh, down, but it, it was still, there's still far more stretch in that rope than I thought there was. Finally, the third time I got it as tight as I could. I did everything else and I did catch him and lower him down. Uh, that story has been around for a long time. Poor Mikey. I think he actually did uh, crack a foot. He ran cross country. His coach was not happy with him or me. And I don't really blame him, but that was one of those, you know, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Another youth group when we had, again, this was like, what were you thinking, Jim? This was right after 9-11. And you have to understand that we're, we live in New Jersey here at this point, And, you know, we were, we're close to everything that happened with 9-11. But that wasn't part of it. It was just something we planned and we called it Big Bang Night. And what Big Bang Night was, was basically a, a lot of fun things with kind of explosive devices. Now, we had it safe and everything, and, and we really did. Uh, one of the things we made was a potato cannon. I don't know if you've ever done that. We made it out of PVC, and you use hairspray or something for the propellant for the lighter, and you light it. But but it is uh, it is technically a cannon. It, it is a, an explosive device. You do them right, you make them right, it will shoot a potato a long, long ways. They are a lot of fun. So I made a couple of those and we were going to have some contests with those. And we did. They make a big bang, a big explosion. And, and so that was one of the things we did. And, and I wasn't, it, it was fun. And then another thing we did, and it was sort of a contest to see how big of an explosion, and I'm not going to give all the details because I don't want somebody else to do it and get in trouble, but you can use a two-liter jar with some dry ice and water, and before long, it makes uh, it will make an explosion. And it's fun when you like that sort of, I mean, it was fun. Everybody's laughing and everything. We have some other things. We even did the... Uh, the Coke and Mento thing, if you know that, where you have a Coke and you drop Mentos in and it shoots it way high up in the air. And it really does. And all that was really good. And we were having fun. What I didn't realize is one of my leaders is a uh, cop. And she knows that what we're doing is really not legal. She didn't say anything. I think she was afraid to say anything. And, and I don't blame her. She just went and hid so she wouldn't be a part of it. We still didn't know anything about it. So we went, we did the potato cannon, we did the water bottles, we did everything we were doing. We cleaned, this was all outside, and we cleaned everything up off the parking lot and where we'd been, brought it all back inside, and we're still doing a couple of things inside the gym, and suddenly somebody came and had looked out and they said, uh, Pastor Jim, there's uh, some cops driving around the parking lot, shining lights and doing anything. And uh, I didn't know what it was, because uh, I still didn't know it was very illegal since 9-11 to have that sort of explosive device. I didn't know that at all. Fortunately, the patrolman did not come in, and so there was not the headline the next day, youth pastor thrown in jail. 
for explosive devices at church. <laughs> oh man, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Well, there were lots of more oops moments in my life. I'm sure you'll hear a lot more about them. This is Cowboy Jim's stories around the campfire. You probably have an oops moment yourself. You want to write to me and tell me about it? I'd be glad to hear. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.